0: Okay, so uh, Erev Tov, we continue in the Rambam, Moran Evuchim, Perik Lamed Gimel. Okay, the last Perik on Wednesday, we're discussing how a person has to know his limits as far as the mind can go, and if a person goes too far, he can damage himself, so we, and we gave the parable to eating. So we're going to continue with this parable with eating. And this is a short chapter, so we're not going to go so long today. But this is going to be an introduction to the next parable, which is quite long. And uh, that's going to probably take us to the balance of the week. And I can, I'll tell you the main idea right now. So in case you get lost in the wording over here. But basically, the study of metaphysics is not for beginners. That's the main point. And uh-huh. you got to when you're getting into philosophical speculation about Hashem and all these things, you must enter gradually. That's the point he's going to say. And it's not for everyone. So the fact that you're here, that means you are really well. You'll see. You'll see how smart you guys are. Smart okay. Is smart. Okay Da smart should know Ki That when one begins In this study Of philosophy zemazik It could damage you greatly Which kind? Clomar elokus. When you're learning metaphysics The beginning of this Can cause you great damage Why? V'chein Beor Ha'misholim And therefore also the real explanation of the prophetic metaphors that are used. And when we draw attention to the figurative languages that are used, that are trying to understand the visions that the prophets have, that the works of the prophets are filled with, can cause you great damage. If you're just gonna go right in and try to understand what the Navi is really saying, you're gonna come in like that, you're gonna get damaged. Rather, But it's worthy to educate the younger people and to um, leave the people who are weak-minded According to their abilities, so to speak, in other words, it's uh, You got you got to train them and understand what their liabilities are and Therefore, you know better not to teach them. Okay, but who are you going to want to teach to? But someone who has a full capacity to understand, and is on a level that he can eventually reach it. talmi do you When he is, when you see, he's capable of really being able to give intellectual proofs, and is able to understand ideas to their truth. You see, someone's got the potential. So there's two things you can do. Either yesh harimo laat laat either you will raise him up and teach him slowly until he reaches the perfection or, or the, how the fellow will arouse himself to come to this why is he adding this second one? because that's basically what the Rambam did yeah. Okay. he didn't really have any teachers of this no. he studied Aristotle he was a genius so he could do it on his own okay but therefore it really if somebody is really capable of it okay but others better not but if, uh, yeah but if someone will start right away in this metaphysic understanding jumps right into it lorashi bilbulim. Bilvad Bideosov, not only is bad enough, he'll create all kinds of confusion in his understanding in his philosophy, but will come certainly to um, denouncing HaKadosh Baruch Hu and uh, just uh, rejecting Yiddishkeit completely. And that's the idea we talked about last week with Alicia Benavuya. Now he gives a very good parable, as he used before last week. We talked about honey. A little honey is good. Too much honey, you're going to vomit from it, if you recall. So he's saying the same thing over here because, again, the body is the same. You know, your your digestive system and your uh, mental system, they're all physical things. So they work under the same principles. would seem to me to be very similar if you will feed a nursing child with bread and meat and wine you'll kill the child without a doubt now must mean what that the food is bad? no not that they're bad foods and they're not natural for human beings to eat but because of the weakness of the one who wants to be sustained by him. In order to digest it properly, to get the benefit. Be in other words, it's just not appropriate. You cannot do that. And that's uh, also the deeper understanding why we eat matzah on Pesach, but I'm not going to go into that right now. But So therefore, just like good, solid food, has to be eaten by a mature individual who has a digestive system that's developed enough to digest the food properly and to enjoy the food. So to these correct ways of viewing reality. The reason why the prophets um, uh, conceal them and use riddles and metaphors and they were um, you know, clever in how they were saying them with all kinds of cleverness don't think it's because Unless we didn't really explain this, so we used parables because people they they know the truth, you know why? because there's something evilly con- concealed in them or maybe they are contradicting the fundamentals of religion like the foolish people think. Because the foolish people think they're very smart and they know everything. They call themselves chachamim, And therefore, really they're not. And they think they understand everything. They say, oh, no, no, you can't learn these things because this is against the faith. It's not a good idea to learn these deep things. That's not why the Neviim spoke in riddles. Elisha Machmas because of the lack of understanding that most beginners will have in terms of receiving and understanding them. Therefore they used symbolisms, hints. So that people could understand them. Therefore these things are called the secrets and the, so to speak, the, the hidden parts of the Torah, really, see you know, the private parts of the Torah, as will be explained in the next chapter tomorrow. Mitzvah This is the reason the Ramam talked about this earlier in chapter 26. The Torah speaks in the ways that people speak. Okay and therefore they use like examples we said for one someone like Yad Chazok of Hashem Hashem's strong hand that's the way people speak so that doesn't mean to say Hashem has a hand but again we're trying to get the, the common people to have some understanding of what's going on and therefore it's concealed what it truly is okay and therefore uh, where did I go over here Yep. and the reason they did that this can be way we can begin with a presentation and this can be taught to young people and in those days only the women were not learned in Torah it's not meant to say nowadays this women are, are not so intellectually developed but in those days they weren't taught these things or in general people that are weak because we want to present it to the quote-unquote the weak-minded in a way that they can understand it. They're not able to understand it the way it truly is. And therefore they confined them with their simple emuna in the proper hashkafa without them really understanding it properly and with all its descriptions that will be settled for the mind the way they are able to understand things okay so therefore what he is saying is basically for the weak minded people we want to teach them based on a mesorah and we want to teach them with metaphors and it's not that it's a lie it's not a lie that's like we know any muscle, when you use a muscle. That's something that the mind can wrap their head around it. When they get older, they can see how the mushal really is is really speaking about a, a very deep truth that as their minds will develop, it's not that the mushal was a lie. It was just a simplistic understanding based on the ability of the person at the time. Because share when a person comes to a much more fully developed mental state. And then, venimsrulosi straight Torah. Then we can give over to him the hidden parts of the Torah. Uh, or, im mizulaso from somebody else, or as he said before, vi by himself. Kashiyariru dover el dover. When he can uh, present things and question things one from another, yegiel will come to a certain level. She's Amsula osan hadeos where these truths will come out. with a proper way of true understanding, or with conclusive proofs, to the extent that you can bring conclusive proofs, or with arguments, strong ones, how this is possible. And now we'll understand that things that were previously understood as images and, anal- and and riddles Now he'll see what they really actually are. So there's no contradiction. I remember when we were uh, learning um, long ago to, uh, to be teachers. So it was a great, uh, very good uh, teacher who was teaching us, you know, things, you know, should you skip, should you skip certain parts of Torah that are not age appropriate? Such as the servant with Tamar, Yehuda and Tamar, yeah. Shem and Dina. Yeah. So, he said, so first of all, uh, he said and others have said, you shouldn't skip these. You should never be skipped. And there, in those days, there were schools that skipped it. Whoa. And uh, they're saying that children are too young to understand. Yeah. So, first of all, when do you expect them to learn it? Many of them, let's say in... Uh, Jewish day schools may never end up going to yeshiva so they're never going to know the story and when will, where will they know it from? the goyim okay so you want them to learn from the goyim the story of Yehud and Tomar? no you want them to know uh, the story of uh, what do you call Shem and Dina right so they should get a proper Torah teaching about it and I in third grade I taught them for 11 years I taught those two stories specifically to them I did you, you have to sort of so again we use the marshal, which is, the, the rule was don't lie to the children say them it's appropriate so what did we say we he came to her and he married her okay. Okay. so it's not a lie for the child's understanding what's marriage you live as husband and wife it's not a lie when they get older they'll understand what you do when you're married right? so that, that, that's not a problem Or I even went even further. I I would tell them that when, and and, and Reverend Schneer Weinberg, who was the principal at the time, like I showed him the way I was teaching, he said, that's the correct way to do it. Mm -hmm. I said, I said, when a father and mother get together, now the kids have no idea what I'm talking about, but they just accept it. They don't ask any more questions. Remember, they don't have dirty minds. You have to remember, they're eight-year-olds. They have pure minds, and they're not going to ask so many questions. People will say, oh, what if they ask you? They don't. 11 years, no one ever asked this word. What about the second part of the story? Wait a minute. So, hold, so, so I said, I want a fa- man and woman get married like your parents. So the father gives the mother a seed, and from the seed, she is able to make a baby. So it's exactly what the Torah says, and there's nothing dirty and filthy about it. And they don't understand all the conjugal aspects of that. So it's a muscle for them. The father gives a seed to the mother. Now, is that a lie? Nope. It's not a lie. It's exactly right. what he does. They have to know the details purpose, of how the father to gives to, the seed to them. So the right okay. Towards. When they get older, they'll so know exactly they what, what the Rebbe told them was true. He never told them a lie. And and then when they get older, they'll understand exactly what it means to give a seed. Or, or with Shechem. So with Shechem, first I said it's a hostage taking. So they get all excited oh, okay. about hostage. <laughs> and, then, and then I said he, he married her without her permission. Married her without a permission. She didn't want to be married to him. Again, what do they think? They married to me. You're staying in the house together. That's like that's what kidnapping is. When you were moving the bed, he just switched the beds. He he took the bed out of one house yeah. That's all. And he, we know every kid knows that his parents sleep in the same bedroom. They don't know what's going so on in the bed. What, what's what's the literal sense of literally what it says in the Torah? How do we, we don't? How do you say we don't actually? when you're actually going pasuk by pursuit. It's Well, the, the shop we understand is he switch the beds, that's all, that's all. So, so, so that's- So, so Robert, how do you explain the second part of the Tamar story because they were gonna kill her? What do you say to the kids? Why not? Why are they killing her? Okay. Why are they killing her? Yeah, they were gonna kill her. Oh, because then she married another man that she wasn't supposed to. When a, if your mother would marry another man while she's married to your father, that'd be terrible. Yeah. Again, they don't understand what we understand, right? She, That's enough. she has to wait. That's all. So what am I, am I saying a lie? Mm-hmm. Do they know the whole truth? No. Are they capable? If See, what the problem is, in the Goyish world, what do they do with eight girls? Their mamish tell them the whole story, okay. right? A little too young, I and think. And allow them to make decisions. You know, it's a little too young that they have to learn that. Wait till you're ready to get, you know, you get older. You know, there's an appropriate time for this. And and you're teaching at MS and teaching with Kedusha. Wow. Right? So that's how you do this. So when we're talking about C-Straight Torah, it's the same thing. What's age appropriate is age appropriate. And Sota, What? Teaching them I like guess the same thing. She marries another man. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. If, if your mother would go... But just very, until the kids, if your mother would marry another man while she's married to your father, do you think your father would be happy? No. no. That's all. So he's not sure if he married another man. If she married, if she married another man. Yeah. Right? They, they went away, but they don't, he doesn't know if they got married. And that's all you have to say. It's very simple. And they learn it properly, they don't learn it's it a dirty, done. filthy thing. So the same thing over here, that people just don't understand things till they get this time. Okay, where are we up to now? Okay. We've already uh, said this many times, when he brought Chazal, the Ramon brought this long ago, the Gemara Chagiga, that says you don't discuss, you don't teach certain topics to certain amounts of people. He's just quoting the end of the Gemara. You can't even teach the mice of Merkava to an individual. LM Kane unless who He's a Chacham and can understand things with his own knowledge. Us And even then you only give him the paragraph headers. And therefore the Rambam concludes. therefore, as we said earlier in the early introductions months ago. So who should be at this table over here? royal You shouldn't open up and begin with anybody in this topic First of all, if they have the ability to receive On two conditions Number one He should be a wise man He should be a person who understands sciences as it's taught as a prerequisite. Okay, so we know math, we know math, we know certain sciences, uh, we're, we're not that uneducated. You did, you did go to high school one day many years ago and you learned chemistry and you learned biology and for what we were taught now for the Rambam, you'd have to be pretty smart to know that stuff. Remember we had hundreds of years of advancement so it was when well, we go to a class what the Rambam had to struggle with it was, became was common knowledge, so we understand chemistry and pro and we know more than the Rambam knows, you know protons, neutrons, these things. So that's okay. Fasheni she ubal tvisa. Okay, v'tivim zakiin tophis to have a sharp mind to be able to understand subtle hints uh, to understand what's really going on over here that's what it means, maybe my he can understand things with his own knowledge. So since present company has graduated high school and maybe even has learned a little bit in university and you're all very clever people from the questions that you asked me. So therefore you can be taught this. And I am going to explain to you the next chapter the reasons why we refrain from teaching this to the masses and to bring them to an understanding as they are possible and really there is really a very positive way of explaining things slowly and slowly it's going to be in the next chapter so basically what the Rambam is saying is that there are certain people, it's better not to teach them this at all. Weak-minded people, don't ever teach it to them. Let so them think it's the hand of God, and that's it. And just, you know what? We don't. It's a, it's a, it's a riddle, but we don't know exactly what it means, and that's all, and, and finished. And a lot of them are just very happy with, with that finished. Uh, but, uh, uh, but people who can, you have to go very slowly. They have to be very smart. And they have to be people who are of certain background as is required. Now, the Kuzari disagrees with this very much. And he basically says, Don't teach metaphysics to anyone. Oh. That's the Kuzari. He basically says, Let's just go to the Masayra and finished. And the reason why the Kuzari says this You would have been lazy. Yes. So he says, Well, just like the Rambam, the Rambam was able to intellectually prove that God created the world. Yeah. As opposed to Aristotle, who felt the world always existed. Right. Aristotle had his svaras, and the Rambam had his swarus. Okay? So very good. And the Rambam on top of that said, I have my Swaras. Plus, Hashem yeah. told us this. Yeah, that's right? right? While well, the Kuzari says, if you're gonna start going into svaras, people are gonna hear the Rambam svara. They'll hear the Kuzar, the uh, Aristotle's for. It. They might accept Aristotle's for. It. He says people aren't that smart. Just don't, talk. just say that's the way it is. Finished. Is right. Don't explain uh, anything. Just don't even try to explain. This is our Messorah how, how do we know Hashem created the world? It says on the Torah. Finished. So just, that's all, and that's why he says when we say that Sarah said, I'm the Lord, not who created the world, who took out of Mitzrayim. Why? Because that you can understand. Who created the world, you're not going to understand it. I'm finished. Don't even try to go there. Ronald says, why can't you? Whatever your mind can understand, it's a misfit to understand it. So give it a shot. Okay, with that, just one minute now, Martin, go to eight chapters over there. Okay, and at the eighth chapter where he talks about people being very different, here the Ramam says Hashem doesn't decide if you're a Russian, doesn't decide if you're a tzaddik, but Hashem creates proclivities. You have natures, so therefore he says, it is impossible for man to be born endowed by nature from his very birth with either virtue or vice. Just impossible. That he should be born skilled by nature in any particular act. It is possible, however, that through natural causes he may, from birth, be so constituted as a predilection for a particular virtue or vice that he will more readily practice it than another. other. The interest, he, the interest. What? Like an interest, not a skill. No, like? a proclivity. Proclivity is the word you want. For instance, a man whose natural constitution inclines towards dryness, not whatever the word, the Rambam didn't have the, um, the uh, scientific words, whose brain matter is clear, And not only with fluids, maybe Martin, you understand this better, finds it much easier to learn, remember, and understand things than the phlegmatic man whose brain is encumbered with a great deal of humidity. All right? But if, so in other words, some people are smarter than others. That's what the Ram was saying. And it's not, not your fault. Some people are smarter. But if one who inclines constitutionally towards a certain excellence is left entirely without instruction, let's say you're a really genius brain, but no one teaches you, and if his faculties are not stimulated, he will undoubtedly remain ignorant. On the other hand, if one by nature, dull and phlegmatic, possessing an abundance of humidity, is instructed and enlightened, he will, though with difficulty, it is true, gradually succeed in acquiring knowledge and understanding. And then he talks about other midos. But that's all we need to know. So therefore, you can be very smart, but you still need a teacher. Yeah. That's clear and you might not be that smart, but you can have a person who can teach you how to be smart, and you can make a lot of effort. So here it's interesting, so you don't have to be naturally smart necessarily to not be able to learn these things around teaching. If you're an eager learner, and you have a good teacher, then even then you are going to compensate for your deficiencies. But if you're really like very low IQ, like, like really low let's not let's it's, it's not waste yeah. our time <laughs> and just expensive. give them the Masora and they'll be happy with that this all is the introduction to the very large chapter Lama Dalet and then when we finish Lama Dalet we'll put all the last five six chapters together and see what that whole unit has to say that's our for this week wow. Shukai, everybody so welcome to cousin second cousin no first cousin, first cousin once removed once removed wow wow okay. Okay, go sure. oh, ahead. Yeah. Now, he you must pass the thing. part so I can turn yes. it off. Yes. It's my mother and his grandmother. Oh, wow. He's the next generation. Yeah, isn't he? Like yes, next generation. So yeah. his grandmother, so it's his, his father his mother? His grandmother. Yeah. Yeah.